Well, hello again. It is time for the Toddcast, and this time we have an opportunity to meet the incoming superintendent of the Blue Valley Schools. I should say that uh, I'm your host, Todd White, the current superintendent of the Blue Valley Schools, but I'm excited to have our guest here, the current deputy superintendent of the Blue Valley Schools, and again, soon to be the superintendent, Dr. Tanya Merrigan. Welcome. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, great. So, um, of course, you and I have been working together now for almost four, four years, years yep. and going on five. And uh, I know a little bit about your background and some of the things that have brought you to this point, but uh, I know many of our listeners may not. So tell tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself and your background and uh, uh, kind of start way back when and kind of work your way uh, through, the, through the years. Absolutely. So I grew up in Sioux City, Iowa, which is the corner of Iowa, Nebraska, and South Dakota. Mm-hmm. You can kind of stand in all three states at one time. Um, grew up there in the 80s. Uh, had a yeah. great experience, um, ended up going to the University of South Dakota and got a degree in math education. And once I graduated from um, college, there weren't any teaching jobs at that time. Sure. So I went to Texas and taught math in Houston, Texas for a few years, uh, then came back uh, to the same area that I grew up in and got a master's in math and ended up teaching math. Um, in Vermilion, South Dakota at the high school. Yeah. And while I was there, I got a master's in counseling. So as, as you can see, I like school. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's been a part of your life. It's been a part of my <laughs> life. Um, and then uh, in 1999, I knew I wanted to get to a little bit bigger city. Um, so I looked, uh, I wanted to be within a you know weekend's drive to get home to my parents if I sure. needed to. So I looked in Kansas City and I looked in Minneapolis. Um, ended up coming down about this time of year in April of 1999. Went to Blue Valley High School uh, for an interview as a counselor. Kind of, um, I tell the story that I walked into Blue Valley High School and ended up talking to Marilyn Driscoll. Mm. Many people in the community would know Marilyn. Marilyn uh, was a longtime Stillwell resident and was the um, counseling administrative assistant. And we spent about two hours talking together because the interview team was all tied up with students. And she shared with me that the reason they were all tied up with students is that there had been a, a terrible accident the year before and three girls had died on their way to softball practice. And so they were spending time with students. And honestly, by the time I was done talking to Marilyn, I knew I wanted to be at that school. And, and you know, it worked out. And I was started at Blue Valley High School as a counselor, um, then moved on to administration, was an assistant principal at Blue Valley High School in Blue Valley West, spent some time here at district office several years ago coordinating counselors, uh, then went to Blue Valley North as the principal, and then have been back at district office for the last uh, eight years, I believe, uh, working in curriculum instruction, academic services. Wow. So the one thing that we know about you is you understand geography because you went from South Dakota <laughs> to Houston, yep. right? And yep. they said, well, wait a minute, it's too humid, it's too hot, I'm going to go back home. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And uh, I think it's important for our listeners to know, too, that you've had a variety of experiences in the district, like you said, counselor and certainly some stints here at the central office going back and having the administrative um uh, opportunities and principal at the high school and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So, I mean, when you take a look at that sort of breadth of work, what are what are some of the things that have? Because uh, you you could have gone several places. Uh, you know, you taught at college maybe or some things like that. But you've you've kind of steadily been here in Blue Valley. So what what's been that 
a couple things that have continued to keep you here? And I would say, again, from the first day I walked in, it's the relationships that I've made with yeah. with the um, staff and the students and the parents and the community. Um, you know, when you're here a long time, you can walk into lots of buildings and know people. Um, I was in one of our buildings this morning and saw lots of old friends. And uh, for me, that's really um, the crux of what I what sure. I, I need is that relationship piece yeah. uh, to work with, with people. And honestly, the best thing for me right now is when I get to run into former students. Yeah, I was just sure. at KU today and uh, spoke at a pizza and politics panel at lunchtime. And there were two different students who I had worked with that came up to me. And it was uh, honestly the highlight of my month mm. to be able to talk to them and, and see the great things that they're doing. That's awesome. Well, and our listeners will know that this this uh, notion about developing and relying on relationships is certainly kind of a theme that we've, that we've had. And to a certain degree, it's been unintentional through our podcast, but uh, it came up you know, strong in our conversation with Dan Carney, for example, mm-hmm. you know, and how we how we look at safety and security. And it certainly came up, you know, when we were talking about vaping or it's come up when we were talking about the power up procedures because it's not about the technology. Right. It's about the relationships. Right. So that's awesome. And um, I think something that will certainly continue to be a hallmark uh, of the work as we as we move forward. So let's talk a little bit about um, the succession plan. OK. And so I, I'll start and tell our listeners that um, about a year ago, I began to have conversations with the board um, about um, my sort of end of tenure here. And uh, it's not that I haven't absolutely loved it, but um, my wife's um, been retired for a couple of years and we have our health. And so we're, we're going to take advantage of those things because uh, that may not always be the case. And um, we have five grandchildren at this point. And uh, I think I, our youngest, I don't think we're, we might get kids. We might get grand dogs, dogs. I think, <laughs> from, from that relationship. But nonetheless, things to enjoy. So, so we began that process. And I think that uh, as I had the conversation with the board about what direction that they uh, felt like that they wanted to go, um, I think that they were very pleased with, um, you know, the direction. And, I, and I'm looking at you because a lot of the blueprint activities that we're currently doing right now really kind of fall in in your areas of of um, scope and responsibility and so i i think that uh, certainly the board saw that uh, as an opportunity and ask uh, you to uh, take a look at this particular position and so they said yeah that's that's exactly the person that we want to continue to lead that. So, which makes me feel awesome mm-hmm. uh, because we've been working together and, and uh, as colleagues and friends, and now you'll just continue to uh, be looking at that work. But, um, you know, we've set up an opportunity for us to kind of work together in this coming year so that we can have this sort of succession as we um, uh, transfer, uh, if you will, a, a goodbye and, and a hello uh, in this process. So tell our listeners a little bit about what that well, succession plan is going to look like and some of the things that, you know, you're excited about, um, hopefully excited about. Absolutely <laughs> excited about. So first thing is that I, I have said to many people that I, I have been here a long time and I bleed Blue Valley Blue. Mm, uh, you know, I'm yeah. excited that I get to stay uh, in this community and to serve this community for several years to come. And it's, I know that this is a gift uh, you know, that's the, the conversation I've had with many people is there not very many 
people who get an opportunity to really work alongside somebody for a whole year, knowing right. that you're eventually going to take that over. Right. Um, that That is a gift, and, and I absolutely cherish and appreciate that responsibility. Um, I'm excited to, as you said, I've had a lot of jobs in the district. They've all been on the academic side of the house. Sure. Um, and so I feel like I understand that fairly well, the teaching mm-hmm. and learning, the, the heart and soul of our district. Right. Uh, but there are several areas that I don't know as well because I just haven't had the opportunity to work on them. And, um, you know, you earlier on we talked about all the different degrees I had, mm-hmm. and I'm a learner. So for me, right. the challenge of learning the business side and the facilities and operations and the human resources, all of those different areas that I haven't had the chance to work with, legislative positions, right. um, is exciting to me. And, and I look forward to working with you and, and mm-hmm. learning from you over the course of the next year. Awesome. Yeah, it'll it'll be great. Uh, great fun. And um, I believe certainly as as well as others that uh, have worked with you that you are a quick study and you'll certainly pick up on those areas and as you say it's just because you've spent so much time working on the academic portion of the uh, of the house and done a fantastic job there um, so it, it it'll be um, a really good transition we also have other mm-hmm. successions Absolutely. right because currently your role as deputy superintendent of academic services we also have um, a new person that will be joining us there. So tell the listeners a little bit yeah. about uh, Katie and some of the things we'll be doing there. So Dr. Katie Collier is currently, I think, the associate superintendent is her title in Lee mm-hmm. Summit, um, working with the academic services areas, mm-hmm. special education, school administration. And so uh, we are very excited that she uh, wants to come and join Blue Valley. Um, so she will be joining us on July 1st, uh, is very excited. I just met with her yesterday and did some transition activities, and Great. she's ready to get started and to in- immerse herself into this community and learn um, um, the Blue Valley way of doing things. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I do think uh, Katie comes very highly recommended, and, and she will be a tremendous um, uh, addition to our staff, and mm-hmm. I know that you all will uh, continue to do great things um, together. As you move forward. So um, we've got a succession plan, certainly of uh, chief learning officer in the academic portion. We've got a, a succession going forward with regards to the um, uh, superintendent's role. And um, so after next year, right, you will um, be the superintendent. Katie will be in her role, mm-hmm. chief learning officer. And uh, so what are some of the things that, you know, you're looking for and that you're excited about and opportunities that kind of lie out there in the future for uh, Blue Valley? I'm very excited about the, the direction that we're moving, um, the innovative practices that, that our teachers mm-hmm. and principals are leading every day within our classrooms. Uh, I'm excited for that to continue. I'm also excited about the work we're doing around some of the, the basic literacy work that our students need. Mm-hmm. Um, we have spent a lot of time really uh, intentionally deciding um, where do we go and be innovative and try some new things and where do we need to use the tried and true methods. Right. And young students need to learn how to read. Right. And our elementary teachers know how to do that best. And so we don't need to give them a bunch of technology, for example, so that they can teach kids how to read. Right. Um, they have some basic literacy skills and, and they know those skills and, and that's that that for me is really exciting. Um, it may feel very much like what we've done in the past, but it, it is the, the right work to do mm-hmm. for students. Um, additionally, 
it's fun to see the change that's happening in our middle schools and transitioning up to our high schools right. and students taking responsibility for their learning, uh, students um, really having a voice in what is happening, and teachers um, identifying and innovating uh, to change their practices. Yeah, that's awesome. I know we've um, uh, we've done a lot of work, Dr. Jennifer Lewinsky and mm-hmm. her team on the on the literacy piece, and and I think you're exactly right. I mean, it's some of the things that we know work and have worked for a very long time. It's it's really just a, a double down on those mm-hmm. because they're just really solid practices. And then that actually provides a springboard for us to do things that are innovative and to reach students in new ways. And as you mentioned, the middle school and and um, you you didn't mention that uh, one of the things you've been heavily involved in is the world language immersion program, mm-hmm. which has been outstanding. And so, but those are just I think um, um, examples of things that uh, you and your staff will continue to do and innovate and certainly listen to our community. Uh, as we move forward. So uh, it'll be exciting. It is you. exciting. It yeah. is exciting. It's an exciting yeah. time in education right now. It, it really is. It's it's good stuff. So um, as we kind of conclude our conversation here, um, we always kind of asked uh, three signature questions uh, in our podcast. And so um, those three questions you'll be familiar with because it's mm-hmm. uh, three questions I asked when I uh, first came into the district. And um, so they are, what are, you know, what's one thing that we should continue to do that we're currently doing? What is one thing that we should start doing that maybe we're not doing at this point? And then the one that's more difficult that I think organizations don't ask themselves enough is what is uh, one thing that we sh- should maybe consider stop doing? So you have your opportunity to okay. uh, kind of have those three in front of you and tell our listeners what your thoughts are. Um, the one thing that we should absolutely continue doing is building those important relationships, whether Mm -hmm. it's between student and teacher, teacher and uh, parent or community, um, teacher and administration, district office and and teacher and principal. Um, But the strong relationships are the foundation of what's built Blue Valley, and I believe that has to continue. Um, One thing I think we should start doing, Um, I don't know if this is so much we haven't done it yet, but we need to fine-tune and figure out how to do it better. And that would be uh, the social-emotional learning mm, and how do we explicitly teach kids those skills. Mm. Um, you know, every t- everywhere you go, people will say, oh, kids don't have those skills. Uh, they don't mm, know how to mm. do this, X, Y, Z. Um, soft skills, uh, right. some people will say. Right. But we don't know how to explicitly teach them. Mm-hmm. And so we can continue to admire that problem, or we can figure out how to explicitly teach them. And so we're starting to work on that, building it into our curriculum, giving our teachers the learning that they need so that they can teach students. So let me jump in on that. So I, th- today I spent the um, a good portion of the day at the um, Tom Carlin Foundation Symposium. And uh, I was actually sitting at a table with one of our students, high school mm-hmm. students, uh, part of the Tom Carlin Foundation as well as the Zero Reasons Why piece. And and uh, so we were kind of brainstorming opportunities and things that uh, we uh, could, uh, could work on in the future. And to this point, that's exactly what she said. Mm-hmm. She goes, we – and it was, it was ironic. She's a junior, and I know we have – smart kids but it was just like oh my gosh you're speaking mm-hmm. our language she said we need a curriculum mm-hmm. that can teach us 
resiliency and perseverance. And maybe she just kind of went down the list of our yep. portrait of a graduate. And uh, I was just like, oh, that is just so true. And for you to bring it up here, mm-hmm. I think certainly just, uh, again, you know the district well, you know our kids well and what we need. And, and uh, But it was, it was um, I think, really cool to listen to one of our uh, students, a person that we serve, uh, in the district, but says the same thing that you do with regards to something that we uh, certainly need to um, continue to do. So right. fantastic. So anything that you think we need to stop doing? Yeah, so this ties at? into what you just talked about with the Zero Reasons Why work that you have helped to lead throughout the last year. And this goes back to my counseling roots. And, and I really honestly think of myself as a counselor. Every job mm-hmm. I've had, I, I still feel like I'm a counselor. I think we have to stop putting such tremendous pressure on our students. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I have a nephew in a neighboring district who's now in high school. And until you walk with with somebody in high school, you don't realize the pressure that we are putting unduly on students. And I don't think anybody means to, but it is a tremendously... Uh, pressure filled for for our students and I believe we have to we have to stop doing that we have to figure out how to not do that so that kids um, have a, an enjoyable high school middle school elementary experience um, but get the support that they need to go on and do whatever they want to in life yeah I agree that the same young lady to your point um, I, I asked her I said how many honors or AP courses yeah. do you have and she said, well, I, I have five, and next year I plan on taking six. Right. And, you know, so we, we unpacked that a little bit. Um, and, uh, you know, she was she was saying all the right things about wanting it and needing it and, you know, felt, felt very uh, supported in doing so. But at the same time, we talked about the fact that probably need an opportunity to, in your curriculum, mm-hmm. have an opportunity to learn how to handle all yep. of that, right? Because yep. we, we just kind of assume that if you're really good in some areas that you'll be really good in all areas. Yep. And that assumption, I think, is is exactly what you're talking about. We assume too much in yep. this. And and we can't leave it up to chance. We need to be a little bit more explicit with it. So kudos to you and your counseling background. And I know that that will be uh, just a wonderful set of work that uh, – Will be done not only next year, and we're and we're doing some of that now. I I, I don't want to uh, misrepresent it that we that we don't attend to those things now. But uh, I think that the challenge that you're giving us is to make sure that it happens both systematically, Absolutely. but also systemically. Right, through, not through by chance. System. Yes, right. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. Well, Tanya, thanks very much for sitting down with us today. Um, I can't tell you how how um, thrilled I am. It's been such a blessing to get to know you and work with you. And now to see you take that next step into the uh, role of the superintendency, we're just, we're just proud of you and we're, we're happy for you, but also we're we're happy for Blue Valley's community. And because we know you're just going to be fantastic. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. And I look again, look really forward to working with you the next year, learning from you and then being able to serve this great community for years to come. Awesome. All right, well, that concludes our Toddcast for today. Thank you very much for listening, as always. And remember, go out and make it a BV Best Day.